Recorded live. Hi, everybody. Thanks for coming. It's uh, August the 16th, and we're talking about God's law or man, and we're going to talk tonight about uh, religion and um, that your religion does really matter. And when you research into the Bible, you find out uh, using um, Jesus as the example that Jesus um, told the uh, Pharisees, the the actual ones that were going to kill him, you know, that their their religion was not acceptable to God. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read from the chapter that I've been studying, and I just put up um, a scripture here, John chapter 8, verse 41. Okay, and I'm just going to read over, because I wasn't recording, so I'm going to read over where I started. Thank goodness um, I didn't read a whole lot, and then yeah, you know, and forget about recordings. So, anyway, are all religions good? Are are all religions good? Many people think that they are. They think that they're simply different roads leading off into the same place. But if this were true, so your religion really wouldn't matter, would it? For if all religions were acceptable to God, then you wouldn't, you really wouldn't have to to worry. But are they? When Jesus Christ walked on the earth, there was a religious group known as the Pharisees. They had built up a system of worship, and they believed it had God's approval. Yet at the same time, the Pharisees were trying to kill Jesus. So Jesus told them, you do the works of your father. And in answer, they said, we have one father, God. And in John chapter 8, verse 41, you can look that up and see that for yourself. They said, we have one father, God. So was God really their father? Did God accept their former religion? Not at all. Even though the Pharisees had uh, used scriptures and they thought they were following them, they were being misled. They were being misled by Satan. And Jesus told them so, saying, You do the desires of your father. That one was a manslayer when he began, and he did not stand fast in the truth. He is a liar, and he is the father of the lie. So I'm just going to put a scripture in here since we're in John. It'd be John chapter 8, verse uh, 44. And that's the one where Jesus says, uh, he is a liar and the father of of the lie, and you are following him. You are following him. So clearly, the religion of the Pharisees was false. It served the interest of Satan, not God. So rather than viewing their religion as good, Jesus condemned it. He said to those religious Pharisees, You shut up the kingdom of the heavens before men. For you yourselves do not go in, neither do you permit those on their way in to go in. So you're basically, you're stopping others. You know, there's others that are looking to go, and, and uh, you know, they're stopping them from going because they're following false religion. That's in Matthew um, 23. Matthew 23, verses uh, 25. Thirty-three. Okay. 
And this is where he's condemning the Pharisees. Um, And we'll just continue to talk about them just a little bit more, you know. Uh, Jesus did not teach that all religions are simply different roads leading to the same place of salvation. In his famous Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, and this is in Matthew 7. I'm going to type this in in case you want to look it up while we're talking. Matthew 7. Verses um, 13 and 14. Jesus said here, he said, go in through the narrow gate because broad and spacious is the road leading off into destruction and many are the ones going through it. Whereas narrow is the gate, and cramped is the road, leading off into life, and few are the ones finding it. Because they fail to worship God in the right way. Most persons are on the road to destruction. Only a few are the ones finding the road, leading off into life. A look at the way God dealt with the nation of Israel makes it clear how important it is to worship God in the way that he approves. Okay? He was helping the Israelites, you know, leading them out uh, out of Egypt where they were enslaved there. And he led them, they were out in the wilderness and and uh, millions, you know, there were, there was lots of them. So God warned the Israelites to stay away from false religion of the nations around them. Um, I looked up a scripture here, and that was in Deuteronomy 7 and 25. I'll put that one in here, too. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 25. Um, maybe I'll look that up and read it because I don't have it quoted here. So I'm going to look that up. Deuteronomy. graven images of their gods you should burn in the fire. You must not desire the silver and gold upon them, nor indeed take it for yourself, for fear you may be ensnared by it, for it is a detestable thing to Jehovah your God. And you, I'm reading 26 also here. And you must not bring a detestable thing into your house and actually become a thing devoted to destruction like it. You should thoroughly loathe it and absolutely detest it because it is something devoted to destruction. 
so that this was um, God was telling them that uh, graven images, you know how people worship, you know, they worship the cross, which we shouldn't do because it's a graven image of man. You know, man makes a cross out of silver or gold or wood or whatever. You know, um, they worship images like um, they'll have little images like Mary with Jesus Christ, you know, in a little basket. Meanwhile, Jesus Christ is not in a little basket, you know. Um, They worship these images. Uh, Buddha worship an image of a great big fat guy, you know, of gold. That's an image. You know, to worship images like uh, eagles or whatever. Whatever, whether God made it or man made it, these are images uh, that we should not be worshiping. So there, there's an important issue there, you know, because when you go into uh, a lot of churches, you'll see images everywhere, and they'll bow down to these images, and they'll pray to these images, and that's wrong. Because right here in Deuteronomy, it tells us that's wrong. He says it's detestable. Do not even take these things into your home. You worship God in spirit and in truth, in in love from your heart, and in your actions and everything that you do, not by worshiping anything in this world, nothing. We respect and love everything that God's created and, and given to us, but we don't worship anything. Um... Excuse me, friends. I'm just deleting some stuff that's popping up. My computer's distracting me. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, okay. Let me read on here, okay? Um, okay. Um, let's see here. Sorry. He said to the religious Pharisees, you shut up the kingdom of the heavens before men. I read that. For you yourselves do not go in, neither do you permit those on their way to go in. Because of their false worship, Jesus called those Pharisees hypocrites and poisonous snakes. Because of their bad course, he said that they were on their way to destruction. And that's the scripture that we read there in Matthew 23. So Jesus did not teach that all religions are simply different roads leading off into the same place of salvation. Um, yeah, like I said, he's going in through the narrow gate because broad and spacious is the road leading off into destruction, and many are the ones going through it. Whereas narrow and, and narrow is the gate, and cramped is the road leading to life, few are the ones finding it. Um, I look at the way God deals with the nation of Israel. Oh, okay, I've read that. See, I get rambling on. This is why why I've got to, um, you know, kind of concentrate on, um, you know, reading from the chapters that I study because I can get sidetracked so easy, really easy. Anyway, God... Uh, like I said, God warned the Israelites, okay, to stay away from false religion. And these people even sacrificed their children to their gods. And they engaged in unclean sex practices, including homosexuality.
homosexuality. So I want to put that scripture in there too, because homosexuality is is a big issue nowadays. You know, it's it's an issue that uh, uh, Satan is using uh, for a man and woman to believe that you know it's okay, and it's not because it's not natural. Um, let's look up here in Leviticus 18. I'm just going to type that scripture in first. Hi, Janine. I didn't know how long you've been there, hon, but um, I'm just um, doing my talk show anyway and recording it and hoping that, um, you know, it'll be helpful to someone down the line. So anyway, we're just talking about um, religion, uh, beliefs, and uh, what is acceptable to God and what is not. And uh, so right now I'm just going to look up uh, the scripture, Leviticus, actually it's 20 to 30. Now read about some of the um, practices that is not acceptable to God. So when we're when we're looking into religions or you know uh, churches or whatever you want to call it or beliefs, uh, by studying the scriptures, we can actually find out what's what's approved by God and what's not. So Genesis, Leviticus. I'll look up Leviticus here. I'm going to read it. Because uh, it's a really touchy subject, you know, especially talking about homosexuality, because um, it's becoming so prominent, especially, you know, and um, you can almost get in trouble, you know, for <laughs> criticizing homosexuality. You really got to be careful sometimes what you say, but I'm I'm not afraid, because um, I want to follow God's law. And if God's law says, you know, this Out. 
and you must yourself and you yourselves must keep my statutes and my judicial decisions and you must not do any of these detestable things whether a native or an alien resident or who is residing as an alien resident in your midst so this was in you know this group you know like the whether you want to I don't think using the word church is proper uh, I I'd have to get into that at another time but um, your beliefs or your the, the group of men and women, your religion. Um, so this is the thing, whether it be native or an alien resident or whoever is residing, you know, uh, as an alien in your midst. You know, it was a, a group. They, you just do not allow this in your group. For all these detestable things in 27, verse 27 I'm reading here, Okay, Janine, I just seen your message. You're returning from the beach. Cool. (laughs) Um, For all these detestable things the men of the land who were before you have done, so the land is unclean, then the land will not vomit you out, for you're, you're defiling it the same way as it will certainly vomit nations out who were before you. Okay. God considered the land unclean. In case any, number 29, in case any does any of all these detestable things, then the souls of them doing so must be cut off from among their people. And you must keep your obligation to me not to carry out, to carry on any of these detestable customs any of these detestable customs that you have carried out, carried on before you, that you may not make yourselves unclean by them. I am Jehovah, your God. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, pretty powerful. That's a wonderful scripture there in Leviticus. I think uh, that really shows how how serious it is to God that in the group that that you are in or the religion that you are in, you know, we have to really stop and think, are they really following God's laws right to the T? You know, uh, there's, there's no, there's no, um, how can I put that? You know, there's no slap, you know, with God. You know, it's serious business. Like, we are imperfect. We do make mistakes. But when we willfully and and knowingly uh, go against God's laws without trying to get him to help us, you know, um, we're sinning against him. Hi, Jean Marie. Thanks for dropping in, sweetheart. Um, I'm just going to continue on. Uh, we looked up uh, uh, some really powerful scriptures. I think what I should do is I'm going to copy and paste these scriptures for uh, those who have come on a little bit later. And um, so you can see what we've been doing here. 
what scriptures we've been reading. They're really, really great. Don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah, this last scripture that I read was really, really powerful, talking about uh, homosexuality, um, worshiping idols, you know, like crosses, Mother Mary, and things like that, you know. These are all images of worship. Pardon me, friends. I'm just copying and pasting here on chat. scriptures that I've already put up. That's okay, kiddos being late, that's all right. It's okay, like I say, I'm, uh, whether I just started the show about, oh, about 20 after 7, I thought, okay, well, I'm going to get things rolling here. And, and um, you know, because I know there's men and women that come on later and listen, you know, because they don't, you know, either have time or whatever. Or, you know, they could be busy with family or whatever. I know uh, Carl's show was on tonight, too, at 9. Um, Gus Gus um, put a post in Common Law that Carl's coming on at 9. So I thought, well, I'm going to get this rolling because I know everyone's going to be wanting to hear Carl, too, because he's been traveling a lot. And we never know when we can catch him. So when, when there's a show on, we want to grab him, right? <laughs> So um, anyway, I'm just going to try to find out where I was and continue. So those scriptures that I've put up, you know, show how Jesus condemned and how God condemns uh, a lot of these practices that are going on among the religions today. Um, the unclean practices, the, the, they're basically worshiping other gods, um, you know, idols, whether it be crosses or figurines or Buddhas or whatever, you know, a, a lot of these churches are just loaded, loaded with uh, things of worship, you know, pictures and anything man-made or even that, that God has created. You know, we are not to worship like a God, you know, whether it be an eagle or, um, you know, an, an animal of any type. You know, we're just not we're not to worship these types.
We can't follow our heart because our heart is deceptive. You know, we have to study the scriptures and we have to pray. So our heart is sinful. We have to be really, really careful. We have to guard our heart. Um, we have to protect our heart because because it can be deceived so easy. Anyway, um, false religion today. This is the subtitle that I've been studying. What about the hundreds of religions today? Probably you agree that there are many things done in the name of religion that are not approved by God. During the, the recent world wars, which millions of people have died, they live now living... Let me do that again. During the recent world wars, which millions of persons now living survived... The religious on both sides encourage their people to kill. The religions encourage their people to kill. Kill Germans. Do kill them, says the Bishop of London. The Bishop of London. Kill Germans. Do kill them. Can you imagine? And on the other side, the Archbishop of Cologne, C-O-L-O-G-N-E, told the Germans... This is an archbishop told the Germans, we command you in the name of God to fight to the last drop of your blood for the honor and the glory of the country. Not doing it for God, really. (laughs) For For the honor and the glory of the country. So Catholics kill Catholics with the approval of the religious leaders and the Protestants have done the same. Clergyman Harry Emerson Fosdick admitted, um, Harry Emerson Fosdick, F-O-S-D-I-C-K, admitted, even in our churches, we have put the battle flags up. Even in our churches, we put up the battle flags With one corner of our mouth, we praise the Prince of Peace. With the other, we have glorified war. So how do you think God feels about a religion that claims to do his will, but glorifies war? Okay. Because of the crimes committed in the name of God by the members of many different religions throughout history... Millions of people have turned away from God and Christ. They blame God for the terrible religious wars, such as between Catholics and Muslims, called the Crusades, the wars between Muslims and Hindus, the wars between Catholics and Protestants. They point to the murder of the Jews in the name of Christ, and the cruel Catholic Inquisitions. Yet even though the religious leaders are responsible for such horrible crimes, claimed that God their father, God as their father, were they not just as much children of of the devil as they as were the Pharisees who Jesus condemned? So, you know, when you think about it, yeah, since Satan is the god of this system, should we not expect that he also controls religious practices by people of the world, quote? Okay? So since there are so many so many different types of religions, you know, um, 
who's misleading all these different religions, right? It's Satan. Okay? So this is why we, we really got to pick apart, um, you know, the, the teachings of the Bible and, and study and, and research, you know, who really is following God's laws. You know who's really who's really uh, following Jesus as an example. You know, and there has to be there has to be someone on the earth, because if there's not, then then we're all worshiping in vain. We're all we're all doomed to die. If there's not a, a, a if if God doesn't have an organization here on the earth, and He always has had. He always has had. Anyway, because of the crimes, uh, let me continue here so I can, you know, like I say, make sure I get all the good points. Since Satan is the god of this world, should we not expect that he also controls the religions practiced by people of, quote, the world? Okay. Let's take a look at a scripture here just to kind of back that up. I haven't looked at this one for a while, so I'm not sure even what it, what it says, but I'm sure it's relevant. Revelations chapter 12 verse 9. 12 verse 9. I'm going to look that up and see what it says. Okay. Oh, so down the great dragon was hurled, the original serpent, the one called devil and Satan, who is misleading the entire inhabited earth. He was hurled down to the earth, and his angels were hurled down with him. Okay. The one who is misleading the entire inhabited earth. Galatians 12 and 9, Satan being cast out of the heavens because God is, has his government set up in heaven so Satan is no longer allowed to mislead any in heaven anymore like he has misled many, many angels. So he was thrown out of the heavens. Now Jesus is ruling as king and Jesus is, has uh, his his kingdom established in heaven and that's another subject in itself but uh, so his kingdom is, is set up in heaven now Satan's been thrown out and, and then there's a scripture in the Bible that says woe to the earth for Satan has come down to you knowing that he has a short period of time left and so he's like a roving lion a vicious vicious lion waiting to devour us all because he knows, you know, he's lost. Um, and he's trying to take everybody down with him that he can. He's just done like a vicious animal, madman, you know. Anyway, there I go getting sidetracked. <laughs> anyway, uh, no doubt there are many things done in the name of religion today that you do not think are right. Often you may hear about people who have very immoral ways of life, 
but who are respectable members of the churches. You may even know about religious leaders who have had a very bad way of life, but who are still accepted as good religious leaders in their churches. Some religious leaders have said that homosexuality and having sex relations without being married are not wrong. But you may know that the Bible does not say that. In fact, God had his people of Israel punished with death because they practiced such things. For the same reason, he destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, the city Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, Many seem to remember that story where it rained fire and sulfur because of the the homosexuality that was being carried on there, like it was, you know, to the extreme, to the extreme that there was even a couple of angels that had visited Lot and his family to get Lot and his family out of Sodom and Gomorrah. And these angels, or these uh, homosexual, these men, wanted to have sex with the angels. That's how how sick they were back then. Anyway, I'm going to put the the scripture up here in Jude 7. And if you want to read that story about Sodom and Gomorrah and why God destroyed that city because of the homosexuality and, and, and all, you know, the other bad things also, you know, it was just a... a, a there was only... A, Lot, his wife, and I believe it was two daughters that come out of that. So I think it was just four of them that come out of that city, that made it out of that city. So he destroyed the city, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, in the surrounding areas. So it wasn't just one city, it was the surrounding areas. So soon, um, you know, he'll, he'll be doing the same thing here to modern-day false religion. Okay, in the Bible, such religion... Um, is represented as a prostitute because of its immoral relations with the kings of the earth. See, they're involved in the politics. You know, the religions are right into the politics, uh, right, in, right in with Satan, you know, right in with the government. Um, so in those scriptures, uh, we can find in Revelations, Revelations chapter 17, and in verses uh, 1, 2, and 16 here, uh, this is a, a serious issue too, being four souls, thank you Jeannie Marie, four souls in Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, so yeah, it was a lot in his wife and uh, two daughters, thank you Jeannie. Um, yeah, so here's here's a, another uh, example of um, in Revelations where it talks about not being involved uh, with politics, you know, like voting, voting for, for man's government. You know, we should be voting for God's government. And when anybody ever asks me if I vote, I say, yeah, I vote for God's government. I've never voted. 
Well, in in the beginning, I didn't know about God's government, but I've I've never voted because I never knew who to vote for, <laughs> so I never did vote. And then once I I learned started learning about God, and then uh, the government He has set up with Jesus as our King. Well, of course, you're not going to vote for any other government, so um, you know, so you know, we we shouldn't be voting. And uh, for man's government, you know, like we have to live in this world, yes. You know, we have to abide by rules and regulations as long as it's according to God. But uh, to be involved in the politics and to be involved in the world, you know, we have to pull out of it as, as much as we possibly can and try not to be involved. And, you know, just be basically teaching about God's government um, and, and his purposes that are coming. And, you know, uh, we have we have to live and survive and, you know, we have to work and, you know, we, we need to survive here, and God says he will help us. And, um, you know, just make it to the end of this system. That should be our goal, is making it to the end of this system and finding favor in God's eyes, you know. So um, this is, you know, why we're, we're studying and, and uh, you know, trying to stay strong. That's the only way we can stay strong is by trusting in Jehovah and, and um, you know, friends like you is here tonight and sharing, you know, and, and, and sharing the faith, uh, you know, encouraging each other and and uh, building each other up, you know. So anyway, um, let's see, I'll continue on here. Worship that God approves. Since God does not approve of all religions, we need to ask, am I worshiping God in the way that he approves? How can we know if we are? Is it not any man but God who is the judge of what true worship is? So if our worship is to be acceptable to God, it must be firmly rooted in God's word of truth, the Bible. We should feel the same way as the Bible writer who said in Romans 3, 3 and 4, it says, let God be found true, though every man be found a liar. Because we are all liars. We're all sinful, you know. But it says in Romans 3, chapter 3, verse 4, Let God be found true, though every man be found a liar. So, you know, hey, how how wonderful it is that we have a wonderful God, you know, you know, that we don't have a God like Satan that is going to torture us forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. You know, like like he likes us to believe, like when we talk about the subject hell, you know, which is a lie. Okay, so how fortunate we are that we've got a, a loving God, you know, a God that is love and is truth. And, uh, hey, that not that wonderful? You know, that's just... Ah, you know what a relief! What a relief it is to to know about uh, God. You know, don't you feel sad for the ones that don't, and they're running around in circles in this world, um, you know, not knowing which way to go, not knowing where the world's going to take them, you know, not knowing where death is going to take them, not knowing about resurrections, you know, that God is is going to give us another opportunity at life. Uh, how sad, eh? How sad it is that men and women don't want to know. 
They don't want to know. They're not interested. They're just interested in their own selfish desires and, and um, you know, no hope. No hope for the future. Just live to die. And, uh, you know, I, I know some wonderful people, men and women, you know, that, that are so close to godliness, so close, yet they don't want to know them. I don't want to know them. And, you know, there's actually um, a little subject here about that. And uh, I'll, I'll just continue reading, and then we'll get to that subject of, you know, you can be the best person in the world sort of thing, but if you're not on God's side, you lose. You can be a wonderful person, but if you don't want to get to know God, and if you don't care about God and, 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 and His purposes for mankind... And what his goal is, and if you, if you don't love God, you lose out in life. doesn't matter how good you are. You, you know? Anyway, let me <laughs> keep going here. Um, the first, okay, we were talking about worship that God approves. Okay? The first century Pharisees did not feel that way. Okay? They did not feel let God be found true. They set up their own beliefs and traditions, and they followed these rather than God's words. Okay. With what results? Jesus told them, You have made the word of God invalid because of your traditions. You have made the word of God invalid because of your traditions. You hypocrites, he says. Isaiah aptly prophesied about you when he said, This people honor me with their lips, yet their heart is far removed from me. It is in vain that they keep worshiping me because they teach commandments of men as doctrines. Okay, and I think that's probably a super scripture to to put up on the board in Matthew. And I think I'll also put up uh, the, the one in Isaiah too. So Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15. I'm not real fast here, friends, sorry. 1 to 9. One to nine, and then also um, twenty-nine. Oh, that's okay, Janine. I I see you're putting things up there. Whatever you put up is probably good to read. Um, it's good to read anyway. <laughs> uh, Isaiah 29. I'm just typing it in here. Verse 13. And I haven't read them recently, so I really don't know what they say. But it does talk about. I mean, it does talk about uh, Jesus talking to these uh, these these religious leaders. You know, um, he explaining to them how serious. How serious 
they they are harming other men and women. Oh, okay, Jeannie Marie, thanks. Well, Jeannie and Jeannie and Janine said that they type up the scriptures. Thank you, honey. Thank you. Okay, so anyway, Jesus was he was really really um, you know laying it in on these Pharisees, these false religious leaders, you know, saying that you know it's in vain that they keep worshiping me because they teach commandments of men as doctrines. So, you know, you, you think of uh, the traditions that are going on in the world nowadays, you know, like, oh, from Christmas to Easter, Easter bunnies, Santa Claus, you know, all these traditions are lies. They're, they're, they're made to look holy, but they mislead us, okay? They've got nothing to do with Christ. They've got nothing to do with Jesus. They've got nothing to do with God. Absolutely nothing. It's all a lie. It's all a lie by Satan. Nowhere in the Bible does anyone have, does anyone know when Jesus Christ was born. And then Jesus Christ said, don't celebrate my birth. It, your birth is, is not what's the important thing. It's your death. There's a scripture somewhere. I don't know where it is right now. But, um, yeah, Jesus said it's your death you should be concerned about. Because when you die, that's when all your, you know, your whole life has been laid out, what you've done for God, for Jesus, or not. So we shouldn't be celebrating our birthdays, let alone Jesus' birthday. It's not important to him. It's a tradition of man. And it's just a a false uh, teaching from Satan again to mislead us and thinking, thinking that we're doing something holy. So how many churches do you know and how many religions do you know that it's 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 commerce, eh? It's commerce. How many religions do you know that celebrate Christmas? That celebrate Easter Easter bunnies and you know, the you know, when you when you dig into these traditions you find out that they you know, they, they all basically come from a religion. you know, some sort of false religion somewhere down the line. I haven't studied them all because you know, you only have so much time to, to study things, so to me, I'm not interested. I know they're false religions. I know what does an Easter Bunny have to do with Jesus Christ, right? What does Santa Claus have to do with Jesus Christ? You know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Grandparents' Day, all these days. You know, all these traditions of men. It's it, it, it's quite covered here in, um, in in the Bible when it says it is in vain that they keep worshiping me because they teach commandments of men as doctrines. And that's in Matthew 15 and in Isaiah 29. So if we want God's approval, then it's necessary that we we, we find out what God uh, wants us to do, you know, what what we should or shouldn't be doing. That's, that's what it all boils down to sort of thing. So it's not enough for us to say we believe in Christ and then we do what we think is right. It's absolutely necessary for us to find out what God's will is on the matter. So Jesus showed this in the Sermon on the Mount when he said, Not everyone saying to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heavens, but the one doing the will of my Father who is in the heavens will. Not everyone saying to me, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of the heavens, but the one doing the will of my Father, who is in heaven, will. So that's in Matthew. Um, 
Jeannie was just asking me, are we going on Carl's call tonight? It's at 9. Yes, yes, I'd like to for as long as I can stay up. I've got to work tomorrow. Yep, for sure, Janine. Yes, yes, we don't want to miss... No, we don't want to miss Carl's calls because they're getting, you know, uh, Carl's calls. They're like hen's teeth, aren't they? They're like hen's teeth now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're getting rare. Once in a blue, actually once in a blue moon, as they say. Yes, you're right. And I was so excited to to see that this evening. I just happened to come across it when Gus was putting it up in common law. And, uh, yeah, so I thought, okay, well, I'm not going to have my my calls not going to go on a long time, you know. God's number one in my life too, or God is number one in my life. But um, yeah. you know, I thought, you know, I was gonna. Even though when I when I started the call this evening, there was no one on the call, and I was almost a little discouraged, you know. And I thought, no, no, this is a test. <laughs> this is a test. I yeah. I'm I'm gonna put the recording on, and I'm gonna start the show, and some Jehovah will lead. Um, someone to this call somewhere down the road, you know, and yep. um, yeah, so I I started the call, you know, about 20 after 7, and I thought, well, you know, I even if I don't um, get through this whole chapter, and I don't want to rush anything, you know, I never want to rush God's word, you know, there's no, no. Sense, there's no sense in it, so, um, you know, I can continue next week. And uh, so, yeah, no, so like you say, Carl, we we, um, we don't... Well, he was going to have a talk shoe last night and he wanted Gus to do it, but Gus was on the road and uh, it was 3 a.m. I think by the time Gus got home, it would have been er very early in the morning Mm -hmm. Um, and he couldn't get... And um, so Carl was trying to get Larry to do it and he mustn't have been able to get hold of Larry and that's why they didn't have the call yesterday or last night over there. Right, yeah, I saw your post. I thought you were on the road. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, Gus Gus was on the road. He said, I can't manage the board because I'm on the road. And by the time he posted it up here um, that he was home... It was five o'clock in the afternoon here, so it would have been three o'clock in the morning over there. Oh yeah, oh, goodness. Yeah, so um, poor Gus, he he must drive all hours. Yeah, what a wonderful man, eh? Yeah, yes. What a wonderful man. I was I was reading yes. his post on in Common Law there, and uh, you know, all heart that man. I mean, I mean, there, many are they all are. Everybody's yeah. got a big heart, but uh, yeah, I just thought what, yeah. a, what, a, what a wonderful man. You know, he's really taking so much time out to to help others, and then he gets to travel with Carl. Wouldn't that be cool, eh? Oh, uh, wouldn't that be lovely? Uh, yeah. that would be good if Gus and Carl. Could, but and then they can, you know, they then they can drive, and it's not all just one person driving. Mm-hmm. They can take turns, and yeah, gee, that that. That may very well be on the cards, you know. Yeah, you never know. What a what a wonderful bonding it'll be between the two of them. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that that's that's for sure. Yeah, well, I I won't uh, I won't go on too much longer because I know we we'd probably like to have a, a little break because we're going to be glued to 
uh, Carl's show at 9 o'clock. Like you say, Janine, you know, the, the shows are coming very few and, and far and in between now with Carl because he's on the road and so busy and he's, you know, he's he's got a life too. So, yeah, we do want to, you know, grab them when we know they're on. So what I'll do, um, if I can, I did, did want to talk a little bit about, um, I'm just looking at what I've been studying here. Uh, I did get to go to the Jehovah Witness on Saturday afternoon here. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, because I went, I went to the, I take my dogs to the dog park, which is across the road from the big convention hall. It's a big basketball hall, and they hold a lot of conventions there. And when I got there Friday afternoon, I saw these people walking along in suits, and somebody said, "Oh." A, I, um, Liam Liam raced over and he saw a friend of his and he said, oh, what's going on there? And they said, oh, it's Jehovah Witness Convention. And um, you know, I've always been, I've always told you that um, I, I will go and check one out. And you know, and God always puts, God always presents me with an opportunity. So when I overheard that, you know, it just happened to be when I got there and, you know, you know, God works in these wonderful ways. Mm-hmm. So um, I overheard that. So I just went, right. And I just sat there waiting for the next guy with a tie to walk past the dog park. <laughs> so this, uh, this, this guy walked past like, you know, like. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 He actually, he looked like the Colonel. Somebody said he looks like the Colonel at a Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just walked up and I said, oh, excuse me, did you just... Yeah, so I started talking to him and his name was um, uh, Greg Dale and he was actually from Mackay. And I said, well, I'll, I'll pop over tomorrow and I did. I went Saturday afternoon for about one and a half hours um, and I sat down and I listened and it's just so organised, it is scary. They do everything down to the minute. They've got huge screens all set up. They've got these industrial um, cameras that they're photograph, you know, taking videos from, and uh, it's just just an amazing setup. Um, yeah, and um, I I had to go and take my dogs to the doggy park that afternoon because it was nearly finished anyway. And I saw Greg again, uh, and he gave me another book. It's called Jesus, the Way, the Truth, and the Life. So he gave me that, and he also gave me one about Jehovah as well. He said it was just released on Saturday, and this other new book had just been released as well. So he gave me that, and I was the intention was to go yesterday, but when I heard Carl was having his talk shoot, <laughs> I um yeah. I did go yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's wonderful that you you've got to be able to see, you know, for yourself because you know, so many so many men and women, you know, they 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 find Jehovah's Witnesses very mysterious, you know, and they they hear all these stories and stuff, you know, and they they hide from them as if, you know, they're terrorists, you know. <laughs> and uh, you know, if 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 a man or woman can see for themselves, you know how, like you say, how organized they are. Like they, yeah. def- they definitely have God's blessing because, like I've I have said many times, they have the whole world mapped out to the best of their ability. I mean, there's places they haven't reached yet, and they they say that, and that's they 
people spend their lives, they volunteer their time, they spend their lives, that's their goal, is to teach God's word to, that to like the Bible says, this good news of the nation, this good news of the kingdom will be preached in all the inhabited earth for a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. So everyone's going to have the opportunity um, to know yes. about God, to know about the Bible, and then uh, they will make their choice. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then then the end of this system will come. God will bring the end of this, this rotten system. And we will uh, walk into uh, a new system of, of uh, Jesus Christ being our king mm. and our government. And, yeah. Uh, but, oh, it's so exciting. It is. You know, the first, the first little pamphlet I got, it's actually called Return to Jehovah. And there's a man on the front and he's holding a little lamb. And I, I opened it and um, it says, The Lost One I Will Search For. You know, and, uh, you know, because I've had a dream about this and everything. So when I saw this on the front, you know, and then I opened it and I I read it, I just just started crying. Oh. Isn't that... Enough of that. Enough of that. We're so so fortunate to have, like I said, a, a loving God. You yes, know that um, yes, that are. loves us and and, and yes. cre- created us. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, ju- just for the making, and we are so wonderfully made, and the earth is so wonderfully made, and what a, what a pleasure it is to be alive. It is. It is. Uh, you know, I I walk out to the beach and I go, God, you you have created all this beauty just for us to enjoy. You know. Um, and you see the ocean, it can be so calm and, and the islands and, you know, and the sun and the moon and the stars and it's beautiful. It is really, you know, it is, it's beautiful. Yeah, and, and to have the opportunity to live forever. Yeah. And, you know, and, and uh, explore. You know, why, you know, it's, um, why wouldn't you think someone who has created that for you, for me, for all of us to enjoy. You know, the food, beautiful water, beautiful food, you know, just, uh, you know, and and friends to share it with. Yeah, yeah, we've got so much to look forward to, eh? Like, um, the Bible says that we'll use our hands to the full. We'll be able to, you know, if we like playing instruments, we can create instruments. We can play music. Um, we can sing. Um, it's 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 all just going to be so peaceful. Like I remember a scripture in the Bible that says, like in the new system, like when we walk over into the new system, say it's you know, say it came tonight, and we walk into the new system tomorrow. You know, the Bible says that we'll 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 kind of we'll be looking for the evil one, but he won't be there. It won't be there yeah. no more. So it's going to take us time to adjust. Like like God does everything in, in a process. You know, like from a baby, the baby yeah. learns to walk and learns to talk and and get, gets mature and and then marries and has children. And God will do that with us. 
like in the mm-hmm. new system, when we walk into the new system tomorrow, say, um, you know, we're going to, he's going to be organized like he was back in in the times of, of Jesus when the apostles were going around from congregation to congregation teaching each other and spreading, spreading the news about Jesus and God, and that's what Jesus' purpose was here. And so it's going to be an education system, you know, like, um, you know, like like organized, like an organized education system where we're going to learn about God and what his purpose is for us and things that we can do and, you know, um, I presume things that we shouldn't do. You know, we're learning that now. We're learning now what we shouldn't do. So we're still going to have to learn things in the in the new system that no, this is not which this this will not benefit you. There will be things that will not benefit us, so we don't do those things. So and if we decide to do things against God, naturally uh, we won't be a part of that. We um, there's scriptures in the Bible that talk about this thousand year reign. Judgment day is the thousand year reign where it says in the Bible that some will die at a hundred years old, uh, yet a mere boy, a mere boy. Because we have the opportunity to live forever, some that decide, you know, like the resurrected ones, for example, some will be resurrected, um, many will be resurrected, and um, they will have the opportunity to get to know God, but they will choose not to. They will choose not to, so they will die. However, he's going to do that. You know, I I don't know, but um, they they would they will die during this new system if they are going to try to mislead any any others, and 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 disrupt, you know, this this system. They they will die then. They they you know. However, God will take them. You know, maybe they'll just fall asleep. Who knows how he's going to do it? But it says in the Bible that they will die as a mere boy at a hundred years of age. And that's so. Yeah, it's it's so exciting eh, that you know we we know the human body is is meant to go on and on and on. We just don't know why. You know, the scientists don't know why it um, it dies. Scientists don't know why the body dies. That's because they don't believe in God and they don't understand sin. I call it. Yeah. 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 But we do. It's nice to. Uh, yeah. This this book, there's it's about oh about an inch and a half thick. This Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life, and it's got so many beautiful pictures in it. And I said to Greg, I said, Greg, who 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 does all these pictures? Because they're just that beautiful. And he said, Well, he said we've we've got like about 8 million people all around the world and he said a lot of them are very good artists and they do all the pictures for the magazines. Yeah, that's that, that's what he told me, you know, and I, I thought, wow, I would love to draw like that. that it's, a, it's just amazing how they can just draw these pictures. It's, yeah, and they're so colourful and they're just so detailed. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. Yeah. It's amazing getting to know them. Um, Jeannie, I, I I could never find this DVD, but there there was a DVD out there about the orchestra, the orchestra that they have with their music, and it's just phenomenal. 
Um, oh, okay. Yeah, the the orchestras that they have, and and again, these men and women volunteer their time. They don't get paid. None get paid. Now, I must say, I must say, okay, say some. They they go to school. Okay, they they they, they spend um, many months studying the Bible. You know, ones that want to travel. Say, Jimmy, you wanted to travel, or I want to travel to China. They yeah. Learn, they learn the language. They they study the Bible, they learn the language, and uh, the the if you want to call it the society or the organization. Can you hear will, that? What? Hear that? That's no. my dog. That's my dog. <laughs> no, I don't. She's lying on. She's lying on the. She's lying on the mat, growl, growl groaning. Because she's just returned from the beach, so she must be. She's very tired, or she's hurting, or something. She just looks very tired. No, I didn't hear. <laughs> no. No, no, I couldn't. No, I didn't. No, no. <laughs> Is that no? So it's about uh, what eleven o'clock in the morning uh, at your house. Uh, yeah, it's te- about ten thirty, Carl. When when it's nine o'clock at your place. Um, it'll be eleven o'clock here. That's when Carl will be on. Right. Yeah. Well, I won't. Uh, I won't keep you much longer. But what, what I did want to, uh, just want to cover, just just kind of quickly before um, before we close and say goodnight. And I'll do that here in a couple of minutes because you know we 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 want our break time and you know get ready for Carl. But yeah, there was a little there was a little subtitle here, and if I can go through it quickly, I'll just I won't read it all. But I'll just go through, um, you know, some points. Sincerity. Sincerity alone is not enough. Okay. Um, uh, I'll just kind of briefly look through my notes here. So if a, a person is sincere in his beliefs, won't God approve of him even if his religion is wrong? Well, Jesus said that he would not approve of workers of lawlessness, even though they believed they were doing right. They believed they were doing right, but they were workers of lawlessness. So I, if you remember the scripture where some came to Jesus and said, um, he said that they will say, Lord, Lord, did we not do powerful works in your name? Did we not do this in your name? Did we not do that in your name? And Jesus will say to them, get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. You did not, you know, they they did not really pay attention to his sayings. They did not want to do his sayings. They they would praise him in 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 on, you know, out of one part of the mouth, but the other part of the mouth, they they were not. They were actually doing acts of Satan, you know, and they were praising God, you know, in the other breath sort of thing. So um, there's a scripture, if, uh, Jeannie, if you would put up for me, sweetheart. Appreciate it, honey. Matthew chapter 7, verse 22 and 23. Matthew chapter 7, verse 22 and 23. So sincerity alone is not approved by God, because Jesus, um, Jesus told his followers, okay, in John sixteen and two, 
John chapter 16 and 2. I'll quote the scripture here. It's written down for me. It says, the hour is coming when everyone that kills you will imagine that they are rendering a sacred service to God. Okay? So when they kill you, they will imagine that, that they are rendering a sacred service to God. Okay? Oh. Yeah, and that that's what Paul did. And, you know, this is how, you know, we, we can't get too discouraged sometimes, you know. Uh, we have to remember Paul was a killer of Christians. And God used him. God God. God got to his heart. God changed him and used Paul to, to be a, a fabulous Christian that was helping others, and he was going around to the different congregations. He was writing letters to them. He was meeting them in the congregations, and he, he, became, a, he became one of God's people, and he was a killer of Christians. Okay? So some, yeah, says, yeah it says in John that uh, they would, ones that kill you will imagine they will imagine that they are rendering sacred service to God. So that, you know, and, and God does not approve of, of what they, you know, they're, they're doing. So, um, you know, obviously that it, it's wrong. So sincerity is, is not quite enough because um, you can, you, you, like I said, you can be the nicest person in the world. But if you are not obeying God, you know, and he, and he gives you the opportunity, he gives us all the opportunity, and if we're not obeying him, um, you know, we've lost. So, you know, we this is where study, we have to study, we have to research, we have to pray, and... Um,
the way, the truth, the life. That's that's that that one there. That's the one that's about an inch and a half thick. That's yeah. um yeah. That's a um yeah. That's that's actually a book. Um, I just. Greg gave that to me on on Saturday. He said he'd get another one for Sunday. Um, so it, it'll be have that wonderful. It's actually got yeah an account of the life and ministry of Jesus that reveals what he was like, what he taught and did, and how you can benefit. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's what that's what that book is, and then the little pamphlet. It is called Return to Jehovah and it has a shepherd, shepherd on front, front, front cover, and he's got a, like a grey shawl around his head um, and over his shoulders and a brown cloak and he's actually holding a baby lamb under his grey shawl shepherd on front cover wow. yeah um shepherd on front wow. yeah front cover um holding a lamb yeah it's just a beautiful because when i see that because of my dream when i see that actual image it it means so much to me yeah just really affects me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, it reminds me somewhere in the Bible that that uh, w- one of um, Jehovah's um, worshippers, I can't remember who it was, whether it was Moses or in Sodom and Gomorrah or where it was, but I remember them saying, asking God, saying, God, if there's ten people, would you would you would you stop this and and you know, stop your destruction and 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 save the, these ten people. And what it all boiled down to, he said, "Yes, if there's one, if I, if there's one, he will wait. He will wait for one." <laughs> you know, isn't that wonderful? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that wonderful? I, I forget how how yeah. the story the story went. But um, yeah, it was yep. it was one of the worshippers here on the earth that was asking Jehovah, "Would would you wait for one?" He said, "Yes, I will wait for one." Yeah. Well, I you know I was taught you know if if one sh- sheep was to go missing, he will leave the ninety nine and he will go find that that lost one and bring it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. It does. It it just shows that. Each and every one of us is cared for. Each and every one of us is never forgotten. Yeah, Jesus yeah. is multiple. Okay, well, I'll let you go, friend. Okay. Thanks so much for coming. And yes, I better have another cup of coffee because I'm so tired. I'm, I'm, my eyes are watering. Yeah, that's, it, that's how it affects me. So, so another cup of coffee, I'll be right to go for Carl's show Re- to give him a bit up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeanette, have a wonderful day. And yes. uh, thank, yes. thank, thanks again for coming. And, yeah, uh, well, we might, you know, we might even be able to, this this pamphlet here, if we're the only ones on the show, 
um, we might be able to discuss this book, Jesus, The Way, The Truth, The Life. Yeah, yeah, that'd be wonderful, Janine. Yeah, because, you know, you might, well, I'll have it here and you'll have it over there and Jeannie Marie will have it. Yeah. Um, so, and then we can just probably read it for anybody else who's interested or something. Yeah, we can pick, pick a subject or a chapter out of it and study it together. Yeah, sounds yeah. really good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I found there's four, there's four sections here of Jehovah Witnesses in Townsville, apparently. I, I, I only found one. I only found one on the computer, which was a church at Cranbrook, and it said that they have got plans for another one, um, you know, that, that's closer to me. But I didn't. It, it doesn't say anything else that there's four, four, four lots of them or anything like that. It's only it's only just given one on the on the internet here. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, okay. Yeah, I, I should. Uh, Tell friends too, and I think I'm going to put that here, jw.org, if any want to um, look up any information. Also, um, they can find all these different books and pamphlets and the Watchtower magazines. And, and it just, oh, okay. Apparently, apparently their website, um, I don't know where I got this information, but I believe it to be true, of course. Um, apparently their website is one of the best in the world. Apparently there's no government website even as good as theirs. So pretty, yeah, that's pretty, pretty the, cool. The JW, yeah, that's what Dale gave me is the JW, JW.org. And he, you know, he had one of those, it's not a computer, what do you call it? A, a iPad, no, is it not an, is it an iPad or something? Or a tablet or something yeah. like that, and he was he was saying, "Oh, look, you can go here and do this and do that," and he was showing me all, <laughs> all this sort of stuff. And that's what he said. He said it's at j at jw dot org, and you can go here. And uh, yeah, it was like wow, wow, it's just blowing me away. Just a wealth of information, like spiritual food galore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lot, lots, God's providing us with lots of spiritual food. Um, we just have to keep filling up and filling up. <laughs> oh, anyway. um, Diane just posted me uh, Carl's show it, it, that we can sign in now. Oh, okay. All right. Good yeah. night, Janine. Good night, Jeannie. Okay. We'll... okay. Well, we'll probably see you in Carl's show. Yep. Carl's okay. Show. Bye. <laughs> God bless. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye.